Hello, everybody. This is Theo from today's episode of How to Scale a Business podcast. So I'm right now with Jeffrey Mendez, who is the founder of AlliWatch.com. Jeffrey, thank you. Thank you so much for your time on the show. We will appreciate it. Oh, no problem. Thank you for having me. Right, cool. So, uh, Jeffrey, uh, can you tell us a bit about yourself and also the company that you have? Sure. I my name is Jeff. You can say it the funny way, and I'm a fitness software engineer for around a little over a decade now. And my main focus is in the accessibility space. Uh, I started my business AlleyWatch around four years ago because I saw a big gap in the automation aspects of it, being able to rapidly test mass pages at one time, there wasn't really a solution for that. It was more one by one, here, plug in your URL. And that's what kind of brought me to bringing that product in, um, trying to make cost efficient accessibility with the speed at hand. All right, thank you. Thank you so much for that. Uh, by the way, Jeff, uh, can you walk us through uh, your overall business strategy? Sure. So we take a big focus on making sure that uh, the product can actually be efficient. So a lot of the spaces in accessibility charge a flatline metric. So it's like you have a page that has problems, one page is 10 cents. We wanted to actually balance out what is going to weigh for that usage. So we built a system that can calculate that effectively and take credits in this way of what you're paying for. So being able to put in like 50 cents and get over near a thousand pages to test is a feature that we just are love to just have. You know, we're trying to make the cost boundary for automated accessibility um, realistic for people. All right. So uh, as I try to check here on your website, so uh, there's a different price for hobby and also for pro. So for hobby, it costs like five cents per month. So uh, it would be like up to 750 monthly scans. So for pro, uh, for the pricing, it depends. So uh, the cheapest one for pro, it's $14 a month, which up to 100,000 monthly scan. And for like the expensive one for pro, it's $84 a month, which up to 1 million monthly scan, which is pretty cool and pretty uh, affordable for those people who wants to manage their uh, website. So uh, Jeff, how have you adapted the changes in your industry over the years? I would say the changes have been very dynamic, mm -hmm. especially with the economy at hand. So we wanted to not let the economy changes impact so much of our effectiveness on our pricing. So mm -hmm. we did a lot of research on getting the plans where it needs to be. So like the $5 hobby plan, that's kind of like a breakthrough for just people who really want to have like, they have a single page website and they're not really going to update it that much. So they just need some Thing to get in there uh, and then we have the pro plans for users that are working with projects on the everyday and updating them 
and a thousand um, audits can be literally in a couple seconds, depending on how yeah. the projects are doing. So larger companies like, let's say in the FANG um, business, they actually have hundreds of thousands of pages at one True. time. And it's so easily easy for one code change to make you have to do a full regression on all those pages mm -hmm. because it touches all the pages. So being able to have mass scanning and with little downtime, we wanted to take the actual compute that we're using and just focus on that because we know that the market's going to change up and down. And as long as we're valuing what we're offering and mm -hmm. what we're giving, um, that kind of just put our pricing set in stone. So we're not changing our pricing really. If we're, we're changing is our usage. So like if people who are on one of our plans, they'll see the amount of usage go up and up over the mm -hmm. over the time. So it's it's at 750 scans right now. Tomorrow, as we improve the system, it may be bump up to a thousand pages. So we really have a system that's evolving constantly and not just set still. This is what you have. As yeah. new issue or new things come out, we're changing as well. Yeah, that's totally awesome because uh, even though that. Uh, it depends on the economy and you're still uh, not changing the price uh, per like scans uh, with this one. And the good thing is like you mentioned about, uh, let's say that your client, uh, he goes for like for the hobby uh, subscription. And then after that, uh, after next month, uh, they upgraded to like for pro plan. So that's a good thing that uh, they upgraded under N. Uh, Jeff. Could you talk about like any challenges or obstacles that you face in your business and how you overcome them? One of the hardest challenges uh, was figuring out the personas. So really trying to understand how a, a user would use this application. Mm -hmm. So originally when we prototyped this app, um, AliWatch, we had so many bells and whistles. And we learned later on a lot of those bells and whistles weren't needed, mm -hmm. and they actually made people um, run away. So one example is you have a website that has problems. We capture all the problems in the cloud and store it. We know what the issues are. We actually had a system that, that could provide kind of like a patch or a Band-Aid for your website. So like... Mm -hmm users would be able to add a little piece of code that whatever their problems are, if we have the ideal solution fix at runtime, when they load the website, those problems will be solved. And that scared a lot of people away. Mm -hmm. And we thought back at it, you know, we really don't need all that. So we need to be able to have pro or have a clear, solution for users so when they see the problem they know how to take action at it so the more automation we were putting in it kind of like set the end goal of the application behind mm -hmm. so not that that won't ever happen just right now the industry is more um designed in a way where they want something that's going to be affordable and they want something that's going to be correct mm -hmm. if you're doing a lot more than that it's kind of distraction right now. Now I see.
And it's really a great store over there. Thank you so much for sharing with that. And uh, Jeff, can you share like any uh, specific tactics or tools that have been particularly effective in growing your business? Sure. Uh, a big tactic, I have to say, for this business is being able to actually engineer the product. So a lot of solutions now have to uh, backpack across another platform and they're trying to build on top of it. Our platform, everything we have is right from scratch. So we may leverage a third party uh, project or dependency, but it's very, very, very minimal if we are. Almost everything is what we, we've written. Um, having that flexibility allows us to keep costs a little lower so as things change we're not so back like uh strong on that we can change into another solution as needed uh we were really able to understand uh the costs for this because if you're rendering or if you're testing a website you need to have an ability where that website can pretty much be displayed in the cloud. And that was a really big bottleneck in costs. So they call it like headless um, rendering or headless testing for like you have a browser that can spin up the website. We had to really focus on building a solution that was not going to cost an arm and a leg for that rendering. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of microservices within our system that could be full-fledged product in itself. So like just for a rendering websites in the cloud, we have a custom solution that is beyond like I would beyond what a standard we just put Chrome on the cloud. Um, we took like very big considerations on all right, we don't need to load all these assets at once. We can load it as we need. Um, the accessibility um, script or the accessibility uh, detection. We don't have to send that over the cloud wire and that's built into the browser that we're using. So we were able to literally save a lot of costs on bandwidth and just a lot of compute charges that would come naturally when you're mm -hmm. doing this type of work. All right, thank you. Thank you so much. That's pretty awesome. So uh, Jeff, uh, how do you stay up to date with uh, the latest trends and development in your industry? Ooh, that's a really hard one. Uh, <laughs> recently, Twitter has been helping out a bit more. I have not been too into the social media platforms, but having AliWatch paying attention to the business aspects of that, um, there's sometimes new following some of the bigger companies. Uh, you, some of the things that are interesting come up from Twitter mm. more than I've seen now. And another aspect of staying up to date is paying attention to the bigger companies on GitHub. So seeing what they're working on. So one aspect of where that really helps is getting into the AI space. So mm -hmm. figuring out how AI fits with solutions now. Uh, and a lot of companies are on that True. Um, race right now. So True. paying attention to their GitHub, 
um, actively watching Twitter for new releases that are coming out and trying to talk to your community. Like, I'm, I have like a self community or a group of friends that are active, mm-hmm. and I'm just constantly trying to talk to them about what's new in tech or what's coming up. I see. So uh, I think the best thing that over there is like a community that you have. And uh, about the Twitter, uh, also, uh, can you tell us more about it? So uh, you mentioned why is it like still uh, like the latest trends that you want to watch over, especially with if there's some changes. Can you tell us more about it for Twitter again? Just want to make sure for that. Sure. So an example for Twitter, I guess, would be a big platform that I'm a fan of right now is Versal. Mm-hmm. And they really make it affordable to deploy websites and have a nice set of uh, infrastructure that you can utilize, like um, lambdas or functions on the cloud that, that you don't really have to worry about users um, obfuscating security. Mm-hmm. So with Versal, they're an open source project or they have a lot of tools that are open source and a lot of the tools that they're releasing are they're constantly on the next update. So with Twitter, I've been seeing a little bit more that they're kind of announcing their releases beforehand there. So Got it's it. like, hey, everyone, we're about to release 10.0. And before anywhere else, you can kind of see those notes on what's coming up. Yeah, you see. So uh, most of them uh, release it on Twitter first. It's like they, yeah, totally cool, totally cool. And uh, Jeff, could you discuss like any partnerships and collaborations you've formed to help grow your business? We have not dove too much into partnerships or collaborations. Mm-hmm. We are open to it. It's just been really hard. Uh, the times we we have dove into it, it's just it's been really hard to make those moves mm-hmm. just because of. The technology that's Ali Watch is working with right now. Um, a lot of people are looking to. They kind of like want it to be proprietary, fully, but a lot of the code is already released to the public. But we do have it proprietary, I so see. It's, a, it's a weird fold that some of it is available to the public and some of it's proprietary, mm-hmm. and it's pretty much set up in that way because we want it to be able to. We felt like we already did the groundbreaking new technology for accessibility automation. Mm-hmm. And during those um, development cycles, it was very little few people contributing back to it just because the accessibility space is not set up too ideal for engineering. It's mm-hmm. more set up for like you knowing what the rules are, you being able to talk about it, you've been able to actually understand the problems um, and visually see it. But for the engineering aspect, it's more, uh, it's like a second second thought. So with AliWatch, we put engineering with the accessibility concerns mm-hmm. right in a hand together. There's not one that's more important than the other. And just not having the updates in that manner kind of made it so, all right, uh, we know that people are using it. We know people like the product, 
but the solutions right now are more make more sense to be proprietary of where it's coming. Nice. Just because of the contributions, the way it's set up. We believe that everything should be free, but a lot of the aspects of free software go really um, – it just puts the aspect that everything has to be free. But then when you look at a lot of big companies, they do have free software, but not everything is free. Nice. You have to well. I see. I do understand uh, right now uh, that you have some challenges here uh, when it comes to collaborating because uh, you mentioned that uh, for those, some of the clients wants to, I mean, I mean, since you mentioned also that uh, you have like free, uh, what do you call this? Uh, what was that again, the free you mentioned? We call it light mode. So it was light an mode. old state of the project that is available for free that you can use, you can self-host do whatever you want with it, but it's, it's very, it's very far behind what we have now, <laughs> but that light mode was still groundbreaking to the industry and a lot of changes. Got it. Got it. Thank you so much for that clarification. Uh, Jeff, uh, last question here. Uh, what can you give or what advice can you give to, uh, those other businesses over there or business owners looking to uh, succeed in your industry? I think the best advice I could probably give is to make sure you don't get lost in the weeds. A lot of times we want to release a new feature and think it's going to be the best impact, but at the end of the day, a lot of it comes down to the base ground rule of the product of what it's doing. So it really could be one feature and doing it good and getting value out of that. Um, after you get that one feature that you understand that works and then give yourself room that you can grow in these different aspects. Um, while growing, make sure that you grow with a team if you can. So I, there was a lot of funds that could have been allocated more mm -hmm. towards mm -hmm. that. I didn't take that opportunity and you live and learn. <laughs> yeah. So if you have funds, allocate that to a team because a lot more can be done with a team members on your side than by yourself. Totally true. Totally true. I love that. Uh, you have to. What I what I'm trying to say here is about like uh, to make it fun, especially for coding. Uh, be with someone else. Uh, don't do it alone. Uh, when you have uh, or starting your business. Thank you. Thank you so much for that, Jeffrey. So uh, if any uh, if anybody wants to connect with you. Uh, what is the best, uh, where's the place it can go? And uh, what would be the best way for them to connect with you? The best way probably to connect with me is through my company's Get, uh, Discord. We have a public Discord space that I'm available that anyone can hop in and just send me a message. Mm -hmm. I also do old school replies through email. That's <laughs> pretty much where I live. Yeah. Uh, you can email me at jeff at alleywatch.com and I should be able to reply um, pretty, pretty ASAP. Right. Thank you. And as far as listeners right now, I just wanted to know that uh, Jeffrey here has, uh, 
he has like the fastest web crawler, uh, which is the spider.rs. So you can check that out uh, for that. And I'm going to put it into the show notes to make sure that you can check on it. So here, guys, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for being in the show. If you made it this far, we will appreciate for sticking with us. Uh, if you got any value uh, from today's uh, episode, we'd love to get a rating from or review on where do you get the podcast. If there's something or someone in midst of growing the business or thinking about starting their e-business, send this episode to them and then take one thing that you learned today and go out, implement it, execute, and let us know how it goes. And we want to hear about your wins. And above all, thanks for being with us today. And we will appreciate a lot. See you in the next one. Cheers.